0: This is a podcast from Rover.
1: Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. talk. Here comes the money. money. Money, money, money,
0: Josh Ferry, one of our money men. Ooh. Welcome back to the studio, mate. Good afternoon. So. It's actually the morning. Uh, <laughs> that he's uh, so sleep deprived that he's unaware of it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, life with twins and a toddler. Yeah. Just living the dream, yeah. eh, mate? What is it? Yep. How, how the kids across? How old are they?
2: So six months
0: and... Six months
1: and three and a half. Yeah. A Irish, Irish triplets. <laughs> oh, that's So good. Yeah. Three kids are really good. Yeah, man. It's everything you thought was going to be more, eh? 100%.
2: Hey, um, let's just quickly chat about uh, the share market at the moment. Some wild stuff being floating around in the news.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty it's pretty red, isn't it? So, And we've been getting heaps of calls lately about people's Kiwi Savers, just investments in, in general. So thought it'd be a good time to jump on again and just remind everyone about market cycles because lots of us have only been investing for a short amount of time, um, which could be less than 10 years. It mm. could be a short amount of time. And so they markets always go through cycles. And right now we're kind of heading into a, one that's going to be going down. There's going to be probably a lot more red to see, um, I think, but... Mm. Um, there's some crazy stats last week. Come up, some of the big tech stocks lost. I think I have some here. So, Apple, hundred and eighty nine billion. <laughs> Tesla, 199 billion. So This is off their value. Amazon, hundred and seventy three. Facebook or Meta, eighty five billion. Crazy amounts of money for yeah. them to go down. But the, there's some key things you can take away from that. But I've got a question for you guys first. Yes. Question is, how many days is a million seconds?
2: I'm sure you said this the, a couple of months back on the show, Jay, but I can't remem- remember.
0: Do you? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was basically just under two weeks, eleven days.
1: Yeah, it was between eleven and twelve days, so we'll it's call a, it twelve days. Yeah, and so we're going to do this to illustrate the difference between a million and a billion because this is just something that I find hard to comprehend. Yeah, yeah. so a million one, a million seconds is twelve days. Yep. So have a guess at how many uh, da- um, years a billion seconds is. <laughs> Thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> he cheats so bad. Eh? No, I never read, th- no, 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 read the notes. No, no, no. You read the notes.
2: You cheat. Stop no, no, cheating. No, this is because this is, I, that's not
0: funny. Hang on. No, <laughs> no, no. Because no, the only reason I know this is because I know. I know a billionaire and, and he's part of, you know, uh, Nick Mowbray. He's not, it's not like a secret you know, secret thing. Nick Mowbray and his sister and their family business, Zuru Toys, are worth $3.2 billion. And I was like, hey, what is the difference between a million as I'm sitting on their super yacht having lunch with them? For and, starters, look at the super yacht. <laughs> yeah, but even then, because you kind of go, well, I don't even know how much this thing's worth. It could be worth the truckload of money. I think it's worth about $21 million or whatever it was. But my wife was the one that told me. It was like, a million seconds is twelve days, and a billion seconds is thirty-two years.
1: That's insane! Like, yeah, because you need that to understand the difference between a million and a billion. Otherwise, you just like it doesn't. Your brain doesn't really get it.
0: It sounds so much closer when you say it as words as billion and a million. Like they yeah. sound like they're next door neighbors, but they're not even in the same country. Not even in the same time zone. They are worlds and worlds About apart. Three decades apart. Yeah. So when it's you insane. watch one hundred and sixty-nine billion of stocks like Apple did, that's a truckload of cash to disappear.
1: Yeah, insane. And so um, the the point I want to make on that is it's not necessarily that those companies have – Lost that they've lost that value, but if you invested in them originally, like let's do an example. Say, say you bought a share for ten dollars for per share, and you you made you made the call that, that was a good price to pay. And now because the economy's changed and the markets have dropped because of that with inflation and all that kind of stuff, um, now you can buy that for seven dollars. But people freak out and they're like, "Oh my god, I've lost all this money." Whereas in reality, what you could be doing is going, "I'm getting this at a bargain price now." Mm. Like mm. I thought it was made at ten. Now I can buy it at 7 Yes. Yes. Is that the Warren Buffett
0: model? Yep. That's, he, was, he would always talk about that, like when something's – When else, someone else is hurting, that's when he doubles down.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is definitely his model. And a nice, safe way to do it, we've talked about this on the show before as well, is just dollar-cost averaging. So don't go mean at seven dollars. I'm going to go and chuck all my money in. Just keep buying in little amounts, which is what KiwiSaver does, right? That's exactly what KiwiSaver does. And great segue, actually. So with KiwiSaver, people want to chop and change their fund now, trying to time the market. But you're again buying those, um, buying your KiwiSaver funds at a cheaper price now. Um, so and if, if you change, change you
2: lock in the loss, right?
1: Yeah, you do. Yeah. So, so not to mention that. If somebody's counting
0: on their big nest egg being KiwiSaver, they're hardly slick enough to be playing the market. If you were any good, you'd be playing the market. I uh <laughs> ch- jumped on my KiwiSaver
2: the first time in a couple of months, knowing yeah. that it would have taken an absolute hammering. I think it was up to a hundred and four thousand, and it's down to eighty-eight, which I didn't think was too bad. Yeah, I was like, oh, whatever, eat that up. And like, like you say, still everyone that's got KiwiSaver has still been buying. Uh, all, all all the stocks or whatever at a lower price. So when it bounces back, you'll bounce back twice
0: as hard. It's same with a whole bunch of people lost a truckload of money. I think it was the same sort of thing in crypto. It just absolutely took a monstrous bath.
1: Oh, I actually week. left that stat out as well. So yeah. appar- <laughs> apparently, uh, forty percent of Bitcoin owners are underwater at the moment. Yeah, there was a guy which that, is pretty crazy.
0: There was a guy that um, that's guy, an intense ride. Like a, shit, <laughs> was man. it you that was? I'm sure it was. The yeah, f- it was a rapper. There yeah. was a, I, was t- I was
2: telling the story. There's a rapper in the UK that invested in one of the random cryptocurrencies. And that one there lost, like, some ridiculous 93% of its value in, like, three days flat or something yeah. like that. And he had just pumped in, like, 5 million pounds or some shit. And it was it's st- worth, like, 30K now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Lauer, just I, hold. At least I've still hold. got my friends. Hoddle. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that one's going to recover. There was some breach in, this, um, in the back end of it or something, and all the, the value just got completely yeah. wiped. So, yeah, he's, he absolutely fucked himself on that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, just hang on. The other thing with KiwiSaver, just to quickly as well, is the people that manage the funds. Lots of providers will rebalance that portfolio to make it a bit more defensive and less aggressive. Oh, yeah. um, depending on who you're with, so you know they kind of KiwiSaver is different to just investing in the share market. Um, you get an extra layer of security, and people kind of looking after it a bit. So
0: yeah. Um, And not to mention, that's the whole point of KiwiSaver is that depending on whether or not you're wanting to whip it out now or whip it out when you retire, most people are in for the long haul. It's almost a redundant conversation for all of us that aren't 65.
1: Yeah. You can't get out anyway, so just, um, you know, just sit. Sit in your hands, man. Tricky yeah. thing's human nature. You like it's so hard to be spending more of your money, yes. especially when the economy's going down and you're feeling the pinch a bit, right? Mortgage rates are going up. Um that's another crazy thing. So my mortgage has gone up eight forty a month. My best mates has gone up a thousand a month. <sighs> Just normal mortgages, you know, with it's the rates so coming off punchy. check fixed rates. Um bit of a segue. But um <laughs> yeah. I was listening well. <laughs> So it's hard when you don't have as much money to then be going, oh, I mean, I'm going to buy more because it's cheaper.
2: I was listening to a property podcast, and one of the people on the property podcast said, Now that you know there's a downturn happening, will that change your buying habits for the coming year? And they obviously, property investor. And he goes, Yeah, I was going to buy nine properties. I'm
0: <laughs> aiming to buy 12 now. So he's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting bargain prices here. Yeah, if you've got cash at the moment, the number of people, uh, this is talking to friends of ours, uh, you know, uh, Rich, who was shooting with us opening weekend, they had something like 75 auctions and three of them sold under the hammer. And that much of them, that that much got passed back in, and now you're seeing people actually, like all of these indications are starting to, you know, all the stars are starting to line up, and people are going, oh shit, actually we uh, we could be under the pump a little bit here. But if you've if you've been keeping your powder dry, uh, now you are just sitting in the box
1: seat. Always the case when economy, when markets are going down. You just that's why it's always good to have some in um, reserve. And that's why Buffett's like such a legend. He keeps an insane amount of money in his- um, War chest. Berkshire Hathaway. Yeah, his famous war chest, how much money's in there. People Because people like, you could be investing that in something to get be getting us a better return, but he keeps it there like through all the good times and just waits and waits and waits. And then he just has this unbelievable amount of money. I can't remember how much it is, but it's billions. Like it's in, yeah. He's
0: that a, is so sick. It's yeah. a guy that gets every morning when he drives to work, his wife- puts a certain amount of money in his cup holder, which enables him to buy his breakfast at the McDonald's drive through which he goes through every single morning. His market's every day, eh? Yeah, and, and so if the market's good, he's got $3.20 to spend. If it's not so good, she gives him $2.65. <laughs> yeah, that's so
1: funny.
2: <laughs> hey, we're going to do some uh, question and answers. These are some questions that we've had um, online uh, to the money men, and we'll make it reasonably quick fire. How do I know what to invest in?
1: Oh, big question. So if it's in the share market, we talked about this before, but just index funds, safest, easiest way to tip your toe in the water because you're buying a range of shares and not just putting your bets all on, you know, one of these ones that have gone down heaps.
2: How can I make sure I don't lose money in the share market?
1: Uh, diversified portfolio, um, so not all your eggs in one basket and don't put more money in the share market than you can afford to lose. Golden rule as well. Um, yep. Do you treat the, do you treat the uh, share market like a pokies machine? No. I'm going to say no. <laughs> well, if you don't have 20 to lose, don't you? I usually have in a bear when I've got a, <laughs> a poker machine. Jeez, I've had a bad
2: run on those lately. Let's not get into that because <laughs> it's not very good for money, chat. <laughs> Um Should I buy now or wait until the market drops? I'm guessing this is property.
1: Property. Um, tough one. Family home, always say buy it as soon as you can because it's a good long-term investment. You might overpay by 30 to 50K now um, or more, but in the in the scheme of things, it's nothing. Um, so, yeah, family home, always buy it as soon as you can. Um, and investment property, it, it depends. Um, tough call. Uh, they probably will be a little bit cheaper because supply is going to be increasing in the um, next couple of years. More land and stuff like that, more rates, investors dumping property because um, of the expenses. Also, build
2: cost is going up now. Like, yep. I'm almost waiting. We've got one being built at the moment. Well, we're about to start being built, and I'm waiting for the uh – the message to come through say, give us another sixty grand or something because the build costs are just going through the roof in New Zealand at the moment.
1: So, and I read an interesting article on that actually today for because you know that with the Kiwi saver first home start grant, there's those cat house price caps. Mm-hmm. I think Christchurch was five fifty, and so what's happened is the builders come back and said that the build costs have increased by like twenty four k, pushing them past the house price cap, <laughs> which qualifies them for the Kiwi saver grant, oh. which is up to ten k for it's two people them all on a out. new build. Yeah. And so um, I don't know what happens there, but technically they're going to be over the cap. Oh, man. So I don't know the answer to that, but I just read it today and,
2: yeah. Uh, Should you, you continue to use KiwiSaver after purchasing your first home? 100%
1: yes. Um, It's just a great vehicle for the average New Zealander to make sure they've got money in retirement. And so you can put it into the share market and all that other kind of stuff that we talk about, but um, it's at risk of you messing it up and taking it out for something or not having it there in retirement or investing in the wrong stuff. KiwiSaver is a lot safer.
2: When you have a mortgage, is it worth putting your savings towards the mortgage to pay it off faster or just keep the money in the bank slash invest it?
1: So general rule of thumb is you want your money to go where it's going to get the best return. So if your mortgage is, say, 5%, you need to be getting a better net return on that investment wherever you're putting it to make it a, to be better than putting it on your mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, um, if you put an extra 50 bucks a week on your mortgage, again, average mortgage over 30 years, you save about 11 or 12 months of repayments. So call that a year of making repayments on your mortgage. Could be retiring at
2: 64 instead of 65.
1: (laughs) More like 75.
0: (laughs) (laughs) More like early hundreds.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Credit scores. How important are they in New Zealand and when should you start considering having a credit card for this reason?
1: Yeah, so as a mortgage broker, I haven't dealt much with them, which is probably a little bit weird, but um, it's important to have a good credit score because if you don't, then you won't get a mortgage and you'll struggle to get any lending. So I think it is important to go out and, you know, you can get a credit card or, um, you know, we did that by lay buy back in the day. Mm. Um, you know, you build up a bit of credit history and it makes things easier. Um, but you just don't want to have a bad credit report. Do they go off that more so
0: than you? Because, I mean, obviously, when you go for a mortgage, they'd, they'd probably be more interested in what it is that you're earning, how you're spending the money that's coming into your bank account and your serviceability on any debt that you've got. A credit card's up the ass, really, isn't it? If you haven't got one, they don't really care. Like surely they'll be like, you're not an idiot. Because as soon as they that was one of the number one things they hung us up on was like, you've got X, Y, and Z on your credit card and for every thousand dollars of debt, it's ten thousand dollars less of lending that you can get. So if you've got a ten thousand dollar credit card, there's a hundred grand whacked off your lending capabilities or what yeah. you can sort of cap out at. But at the same time as soon as you get a mortgage, they like have a fucking unlimited credit card.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's this that, system. That's how the systems
0: amazing. work.
2: Yeah,
1: that's so a crazy thing. That
2: um, student loans do they impact your ability to buy a, a house? And should you try and pay them off faster opposed to only paying it off through your salary, etc. The student loans are interest free, aren't they?
1: Yeah, so they're, they're an interesting one. I've only had a handful of situations where we've told someone to. Borrow money from the bank at a cost to pay off their interest-free student loan um, because that, that was the only way they could afford the house. And yes. so you, it's a trade-off um, and sometimes that works. But usually you avoid doing that because it's interest-free. Um, and like Jay was saying, so if you've got a student loan, same as a credit card, you uh, that's going to impact how much money you can borrow because it's obviously coming out of your take-home pay and um, which means you can service less debt.
2: Also, one thing I've noted this week are the doom and gloom stories on the New Zealand housing market. And they're like, oh, it's going to drop 10%, 15%, which it probably will, but they're very fast to forget the fact that it's gone up 30% in like 12 or 18 months.
1: Yeah, so last year was 28% average growth <laughs> across the country. And the, and this is like, I hate pe- uh, headlines. Yeah. It's yeah. so painful. Um. But you're like, 28% in the last 12 months, let alone what it's been you know in the last five years. Yeah. And then they're like, the the banks and stuff are predicting maybe like a 10 to 15% drop. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so how many times have we gone from record highs, record highs over the last few years so, ten to fifteen percent, you know I mean that's awesome. I yeah mean, it will make housing a bit more affordability, it's not going to impact you know the hundreds of thousands of dollars people that have fortunate enough to own a home that have made over the last two, three, four, five years.
0: Not, not to mention that anything that's over eight percent is generally seen as a successful investment.
1: Yeah, absolutely so you're still
0: you're still sitting in the green. Oh, yep. massively, massively.
2: Um, and uh, I see you've chucked in here a little promo for us, you little beauty. If you text money to 3520, you can find out how to win 300 bucks cash to invests and a one-on-one financial advisor.
1: Yep, so you can so put just- that in a good place.
2: Okay, so that'll be a meeting with yourself or one of your team um, for like an hour or whatever, and you'll go over someone's situation, which you, for the most part, will do um, free anyway, right? Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep, so we just paid off some cash. To for them to invest in and that's like going on the socials Oh, so, I think it is
2: Once again that's uh, text money to 3520 get yourself in the mix of that and you can use uh, Josh's services uh, if you're overseas um, listening on the Rover app or on the podcast uh, simply uh, just go to moneyman.co.nz get in touch and uh, Josh and the team will be really sort you out Cheers mate Cheers lads
0: The Jay and Dunk
2: Podcast